Chapter 1, Homework. Michael has absolutely no idea on how to be a parent. Sure, he took care of his siblings sometimes, especially after their mother died, but he wasn't the main caretaker 24-7. His dad, as shitty as he was, still took care of them sometimes too. Plus, he was a child. A child could only do so much when taking care of another child. Now it's a bit different. Now he's an adult, and legally, he is capable of caring for a child. There's a lot that goes into parenting, and Michael doesn't even know where to begin. Vanessa is even less qualified than him, so he only has his previous knowledge of childcare to back him up. Is he scared? Absolutely. Is he still gonna wing the whole being a guardian thing? Also yes. Vanessa, however, has different plans. The stack of books she drops in front of him only one week after living with her is, impressive. Daunting, more like it. He didn't expect to get homework while living here. His old shoebox apartment is looking more and more appealing. What's all this, he asks. Parenting books. Yeah, he's moving. What the fuck? We are dash, she picks up the top book and throws it at him, seriously unqualified to care for a child. I wouldn't say severely unqualified. So it's time to prepare, she says. She picks up another book and throws it at him. This time he's more prepared and actually catches it. Stop that. We owe it to Gregory to be good guardians, she taps the stack of books, I rented every parenting book I could find from the library. Once we're done reading everything we'll be knowledgeable on how not to scar a kid forever and make him hate us. Michael sighs and reads the title of the second book she threw at him, Raising Good Humans. He then looks at the first book that smacked him on the arm and fell to the floor. Peaceful parents, happy kids. Both sound incredibly corny to him. He looks at the other titles and groans. Parenting for dummies? It could be useful. I doubt it. Are you just gonna shit on the book titles, or are you actually going to read them? She glares at him. I'm just, is this really necessary? Of course it is. She walks around the coffee table to sit beside him. She picks up the first book she threw at him off the floor. Not only are we unqualified, but we also have deep, troubling issues. Do you want Gregory to have daddy issues just like you? First off, don't psychoanalyze me, he glares, and second, I'm pretty sure he already has daddy issues. But you could give him more daddy issues. Okay, he'll give her that one. Do we really have to read all of them? Yes, she nods, so get started. Wouldn't have moved here if I knew I was getting homework, he mumbles. English and reading had never been his strongest classes. He was more of a math and science guy, only because his father made him take extra lessons for them. At least all that engineering knowledge never went to waste. He reaches over and grabs the book on top, decoding boys. Well, it's a good place to start if any. The book is surprisingly a lot more informative than he'd thought it'd be. After two hours and three chapters, it makes him think about topics he's never thought about before. How to communicate with Gregory, how to connect with him, and most importantly, how to handle him going through puberty. Oh shit, has he gone through puberty yet? Do you think Gregory's going through puberty right now, he asks Vanessa. She looks up from her book, The Peaceful Parents One, and frowns. I don't know. You're a guy, 
does it seem like he's gone through puberty? Michael thinks about his own period of going through puberty. All the sweat and hormones and anger. He slowly started growing taller, and his voice slowly got deeper and deeper with time. Gregory is still on the short side, and his voice absolutely still sounds like a child's voice. Nah, he says, he's only ten, he's got time. We've got time. If boy puberty is anything like girl puberty, then we're in for a long ride, Vanessa shudders. Michael chuckles. Maybe it won't be so bad. The worst we have to fear is the hormones. Those can make anyone go crazy. Did they make you go crazy? They made me angrier, he frowns, though, I was pretty angry before hormones kicked in. Maybe you should read this book instead, she says. She moves about six books away from the stack and grabs the one on top, handing it to him. He reads the title and gives her an unimpressed look. Anger management for parents. Really? Just in case. Fuck you. Ah, uh -uh. she taps the book and smirks, that's the anger talking. Pretty sure therapy is what I need, not some stupid book. We can't afford therapy yet, she taps the book again, so read. He sighs and throws the previous book he was reading back on the table. He's not really angry, just annoyed at all this reading. Sure, the first book wasn't that bad, but that doesn't mean he's willing to read 20 more books on how to raise a child. He'll probably forget everything he read by the next day anyway. What are you guys doing? Both adults turn towards the hallway to see Gregory walking into the living room, Freddy plushy, which was free, courtesy of Fazbear Entertainment, clutched tightly in his arms. Reading, he tells the boy. Gross. Agreed. Both of you, Vanessa waves a finger between the two of them, children. Um, duh, Gregory says, rolling his eyes. I'm a child at heart, he says, also something to do with trauma and never having a real childhood so I'm compensating for it now. Jesus, Vanessa says, where did that come from? He shrugs. Something a friend said once. They were right, Gregory says. What does he know anyway? He's a traumatized 10-year-old, that's completely different than being a traumatized 21, technically 60-year-old. Anyway, what are you guys reading? Anything interesting? He watches Gregory pick up one of the books and frown at its title. He knows immediately what book he picked up from the ugly, bright, yellow color. How to be a great dad, for dummies? You got two of them? Michael groans. Vanessa shakes her head. Three. There's also how to be a cool aunt for dummies. Well, congratulations, you're failing spectacularly at being cool. Please read that one next. Vanessa reaches over to flick him on the forehead, causing him to yelp in surprise. What was that for? For being a dick. Why do you guys have so many parenting books? Because we want to be good guardians, Vanessa says. She waves at all the books. And these books will help us. Wow, the boy whispers, you're really serious about this. I am, Vanessa says, before turning to look at Michael. She raises a questioning eyebrow at him, and he rolls his eyes at what she's implying. I am too. I just hate reading, okay? I figured, Vanessa smiles, so that's why I prepared another surprise for you. Oh no, her last surprise involved him reading 20 plus parenting books. She pulls something out from her back pocket, a flyer, 
and hands it to him. Parenting 101, available at Hurricane Community College, he looks up at her, seriously. It's this Thursday at 7pm. You're serious? Very. He looks down at the flyer again, rereading it to make sure he read it correctly the first time. Yep, he did. A whole class on how to be a parent for first-time guardians. He looks at Gregory. Greg, please put me out of my misery. Oh stop being so dramatic. Vanessa groans, it's only for six Thursdays in a row. He looks back down at Gregory. Fire is the best way to kill me, by the way. Mike. Chapter 2, Classwork. Have fun at the lecture. Bite me. Michael, Vanessa nudges him, there's other parents here. And? Vanessa looks around before leaning closer to him. They're looking, she whispers. He looks around and sure enough, there's a few parents glaring at him or giving him disapproving looks. He rolls his eyes. Like he gives a shit about some random parent's opinion of him. So what if he doesn't censor himself around Gregory? It's not like he taught the kid to cuss, he just came like that. I don't care. Gregory doesn't care either, right bud? No, the kid says, I've heard worse. Vanessa pinches the bridge of her nose. At least make an effort in front of other guardians. They can bite me too. Okay, we're leaving, she says, grabbing his arms, be good for the daycare attendant Greg. Okay. Don't get kicked out of the lecture. No promises, he smirks. They both wave goodbye to Gregory as they exit the college daycare that so kindly let them leave him here for free. Since this class is targeted towards new parents, most of the kids at the daycare are toddlers. There were a couple of kids close to Gregory's age, but he was definitely the oldest kid in the room. Michael hopes he can find something fun to do for the two hours they'll be gone. God knows Michael won't be having fun. Welcome, the teacher, he assumes, greets them once they enter the classroom. It's a big lecture hall, and most of the parents there are already sitting near the front. The teacher is standing near the back, where the entrance is located. Are you two here for Parenting 101? We are, Vanessa smiles, I'm Vanessa, and this is my older brother, Michael. He waves at the woman. Hello? I'm Anastasia Orloff, but most people call me Anna, she says, smiling at the two, this is new, most people who take my class are couples. I've never had a pair of siblings before. Well, my brother is planning to adopt, and since I'm helping him, I figured it would be a good idea to take this class since neither of us have kids. I hope you two learn a lot then. Michael and Vanessa nod and make their way towards the front. They sit behind another couple and two seats away from two women sitting together. Michael looks around and counts about ten other couples in the room. There's a lot more people here than I thought, he whispers. Vanessa shrugs. Being a new parent is scary. I know. Just never thought a class would help, he sighs. Anna seems nice, so maybe this won't be totally boring. Welcome everyone, to Parenting 101. Anna greets at exactly 7pm. Michael looks around, and counts three new couples who walked in after them. That makes 14 couples and them, since he assumes they're the only pair of siblings in here. Today we'll be talking about communication, and the best ways to form a strong bond with your child. Michael sighs and slumps in his seat. 
He pays attention for about 10 minutes, a new record for him, before his mind starts wandering off, Anna's voice becoming background noise. He wonders how Gregory is doing, if he's making any friends at the daycare. He also scans the college lecture room, taking in how big it is. He's never been in a lecture room this big before. He's never even been on a college campus before. It's all new and foreign to a high school dropout like himself. Take Michael for example. He flinches at the mention of his name. He looks back at Anna, who's waving a hand at him. He is adopting a child, which makes the bonding process a bit different than if he was raising a blood-related child. Michael, how old is the child you're adopting? Um, he clears his throat, he's ten. And have you two bonded yet? I think so, he shrugs, he seems pretty happy to be living with me. Tell us, when do you think you properly bonded with your child? Probably when we both got trapped in a murderous pizzeria together, he thinks. Of course, he doesn't say that. He can't say that anyway, he signed an NDA. Well, we met under odd circumstances, and then proceeded to go through something traumatic together, he scratches his cheek, trying to be as vague as possible, I guess after that traumatic night, we just wanted to stick together, you know? I see, Anna nods, well first off, I'm sorry you two went through that. I hope you and your son are doing better. We're, healing, he says, looking at Vanessa. Anna nods. But that's my point, she says, every child and parent bond through different means, and while it might not always be positive, it's important to take these experiences and use them to further the relationship between you and your child. Now, I'm not suggesting a traumatic night between father and son like Michael here had, but maybe a common interest. Anna keeps rambling about bonding and communication, and he zones out once again. He pays closer attention this time around, in case she signals him out again. He startles when he feels an elbow in his side. Ow. Pay attention, Vanessa whispers, this stuff is important. I am, he grumbles, stop hassling me. She pinches his side this time. You suck. Michael, Vanessa? Anna pauses in her lecture, is everything okay? Fine, Vanessa smiles, patting Michael's cheek, brothers, you know? You're the one that pinched me. And you're the one who was daydreaming. I was still listening. Oh no you were not. You dash. Well, looks like we have some infighting going on, Anna smiles. She walks over to their row and leans against the aisle seat. Do you two fight like this often? We bicker sometimes, Michael shrugs, but I only just moved in with her, so it's been an adjustment. Did you two fight often as kids? Um, he looks at Vanessa for help, but she only shrugs. He sighs and tries to think of an excuse. Sometimes. Her dad married my mom, and they moved in with us when we were teens. It was, also an adjustment. Perfect backstory. Thank God he's spent the majority of his life lying about his identity, makes coming up with a fake backstory easy. Anna nods. I see. Sounds like you two have some unresolved issues. It's important to take care of these issues quickly, so you don't scare away your son. Issues? I, I don't think we have issues, he looks at Vanessa, do you? His face falls when Vanessa just shrugs. I just, I feel like you've been adjusting to all these changes so well, meanwhile I lie awake at night wondering if I'm doing the right thing or not. I don't understand how you can be so nonchalant about everything. 
He huffs and leans back his chair. He squeezes his eyes shut, ignoring all the eyes on them right now. You don't think this scares me shitless, he whispers. He opens his eyes again to look at Vanessa. Of course it does, I'm raising a kid at 21. I'm living in a new place and I'm living a new life I didn't think I'd live. It keeps me up at night too. So why do you seem okay? Why am I the only one panicking so much? He looks down at the floor. He is scared, but panicky? No, he isn't panicking. He doesn't feel the need to read 100 books about parenting, or take a class on how to be a good parent, or even worry if he's doing this whole family thing right. A part of him will always be scared, but panic, no, because. I have you to help me, he says. Vanessa's eyes widened. I don't feel so panicked because I have you to bounce off of. You're smart and level-headed, and you know how to handle difficult situations. I guess I just feel more confident knowing I have you helping. Vanessa's eyes water a bit. Do you really trust me that much? Of course I do, he smiles, I wouldn't have you raising Gregory with me if I didn't. And, if you're really this scared, then I promise to be more reliable from now on. I want you to feel like you can trust me too. His eyes widen in surprise when Vanessa leans over and wraps her arms around his shoulders, pulling him into a tight hug. He hums and hugs her back. I already trust you, but, thank you. They hug for a few more seconds before clapping interrupts their moment. He blushes, just remembering their audience, and pulls away from the hug. At least Vanessa looks just as embarrassed as he does. And that, everyone, Anna smiles, is how you communicate in a healthy manner. Well, Michael sighs once they step out of the lecture hall, that went better than I expected. So did you learn something new? Vanessa smirks. He shrugs. I guess. Really? Still won't admit this class was a good idea? He sighs in defeat. Fine, he'll let her have this one. Okay okay, this class was a good idea. Knew it, she chirps. She nudges his side gently. Thanks for coming, by the way. Yeah, well, now I know what I need to work on at least, he huffs. He puts his hands in jacket pockets. Sorry if I haven't been a good, brother. I, uh, didn't do a good job last time, but, I'm trying. I know, Vanessa says. She hoops her arms through his. And I think you're a pretty good brother, but the reassurance in there was nice. I promise to do better too. You know, communicate with you and all that shit. Sounds like a plan, sis, he chuckles. He is glad he came with her to this class. He feels like they've grown closer, and hopefully after this, they're able to work with each other a lot easier. They'll probably still bicker and fight, but at least now, they know how to communicate and work things out. Raising Gregory will be easier as a unified team. So, I'm a pretty good brother? Don't push it. I think that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Don't push it.